Oh, good day, team. It's Harps. Who else would it be? Welcome to life. Live. Hope you're bloody terrific. What a great day. It's a great day in Melbourne. I'm super excited. I'm up and about. I'm about 30 minutes from the gym. The dumbbells, the kettlebells, the barbells, the cables all await. It's a good day. Am I the only person who, after 45 years of lifting heavy shit, gets excited? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad I have that to look forward to, and I'm glad at the ripe old age of 273, which I currently am, I'm glad that I still get excited about stuff because it just gives me joy, and who doesn't want to be happy, and who doesn't want to experience joy, and who doesn't want to keep their body in shape at any age? Speaking of being in a routine, which I wasn't, but I have been in a routine, and I am in a routine, so I want to talk to you about this idea of having a normal operating system for all the various components of your life. So think about this. Uh, I train, uh, and again, this is not about me or training. This is about the concept that I'm talking to you about. So I train every day. I've trained every day pretty much of my life since I was 15, 14, which is 45 years, 59, blah, 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 blah. It's a thing that I do and I don't think about it much and I don't I don't weigh it up. I don't, I don't get up. Like I didn't get up this morning and think, will I work out? Will I not work out? Will I go to the gym? Will I not go to the gym? Uh, I get up and I look at my diary. In fact, that's not true. I usually plan it the day before with my training partner, but I might get up on the day and I look at my diary and I go, well, I'm free at 4 to 5.30, so maybe we'll lock it in at 4. I'll send the crab, uh, my training partner, the beloved crab. I'll send him a message and go, what about four? He'll send me a thumbs up because he's such a huge fucking communicator. He's like emoji man. But anyway, he'll send me a thumbs up and boom, we're in and we're training. And I go to the gym uh, and I do my stuff and I come home and I'll do the same tomorrow or we'll figure out today what time uh, we'll work out tomorrow. Now, it's not about working out. It's not about the crab or I. It's about the fact that that this is just how we do uh, exercise. This is how we do socializing. This is how we do uh, one component of health and fitness and strength and bone density and looking after ourselves as we navigate our 50s and then eventually 60s and so on. So this is for us. This is for uh, Mark, aka the crab and me. This is just how we do stuff. This is how we do that that part of our life. And what's beautiful about having something that is just hardwired into your kind of default setting uh, is that you don't need to get pumped or excited or motivated or disciplined. You don't need to find the willpower to get off the couch or out of bed because this is just a thing that you do on autopilot. Now, that's the positive version. But there are things that we do that are hardwired into our normal operating system that is, it is a like a cognitive, emotional, and behavioral, and perhaps lifestyle default setting. So it's part of our normal. We do it without thinking too much. We do it on autopilot, but it doesn't work for us. And by doesn't work for us, I mean overall, it doesn't have a good effect. Maybe it meets a short-term need, like I want to drink that booze, I want to eat that sugar, eat that salt or even though I don't need these calories, I'm going to shove them in. It's going to make me feel good. And then we get, we're in the habit. We're in the, uh, that's part of our normal operating system where we just make bad choices consistently around food or booze or lifestyle. That's just who we are and how we are. Now, this is not about self-loathing. This is about acknowledgement. 
This is about consciousness. This is about self-awareness. And this is about even designing our best life. This is about bringing consciousness into how I live. This is about bringing consciousness into how you live and how you do food and how you do money and how you do relationships and bringing consciousness into the the choices that you make around lifestyle and managing your sleep and managing your emotional and mental health and being the best parent or the best boss or the best partner. So it's it's recognizing what are the things that I do And that could be with any component of your life. It could be with money. It could be that you constantly blow money on shit you don't need. I've done a bit of that over the years. Or it could be that you constantly make decisions which are bad for your physical health. Or or it could be that you, you constantly are in relationships or versions of relationships, not necessarily romantic, but that are unhealthy, that are toxic. And you gravitate towards certain kinds of relationships or people that don't serve you that people who manipulate you, control you, are not good for your mental health, people who use and abuse you, right? But somehow, you know, that's something that you you end up back there for whatever reason. And somehow we end up back with booze for whatever reason or drugs for whatever reason. Like on some level, on sub, some subconscious level, we find a way. And of course, there are external variables which which come along and fuck things up a bit. But we're talking about, for the most part, the things that we can control, where we begin to recognize, we begin to maybe find a little bit of space, step back a little bit so that we might look objectively at how we do life, at how we do all the various components of our life. There's been so many times where I personally have been in a version of normal, I've been in a pattern, a ritual, kind of a, almost a, a cognitive, emotional, behavioral groove or pattern or default setting that was for me actually toxic and quite destructive. Um, that's been in relationships, that's been with, you know, even which I've never really spoken about, but even buying cars. I remember. I would not want to tell you how many cars I've owned in my life and how many cars I bought that I didn't need. And I didn't buy them. I don't think I bought them for the wrong reason, but I would constantly buy expensive cars that I didn't need. Um, And I could borderline afford, I would buy them and then I would sell them 18 months later for half of what I paid for them. And I don't know why I did that. Well, I kind of know what I did that, why I did that, but that's for another day. Had to do with self-esteem and insecurity and thinking I wasn't good enough. There's a hint. But recognizing, oh, I do do this. I keep making dumb decisions with my health. I keep making dumb decisions in relationships. I keep, as we said last podcast or last episode, I should say, I keep having conversations that don't work. One of the challenges for us is to find a level of awareness and objectivity and consciousness above the day-to-day normality that doesn't work. Sometimes our normal is actually what's fucking us up. Does my current operating system with X work? Does my current current operating system with Y work, with Z work? Is the way that I do this part of my life serving me, sabotage? Is it making me better? Is it making my life better? Is it producing better outcomes? Is it improving my mental, emotional, and and physical health, and maybe even social health? Is it improving me? Is this thing that I do on autopilot toxic or empowering? 
These are the questions that I ask myself and I ask others all the time. Let's take a break for a minute and we'll be back. Well, there you have it, team. The question for today is, well, there's two questions. Question one is the title of the show, which is, is your normal working for you? The challenge is for you to try to step back a little bit and and consider what you are currently doing without thinking too much. What are you, what you are currently doing? What's hardwired into your subconscious that is now just expressed as a behaviour or as part of your your rituals or standards or patterns that don't work for you? Uh, and most importantly, what needs to change? What new normal? That's a good question. What new normal do you need to create and what old normal needs to be put in the cognitive, emotional and behavioural bin? I don't know how it went in that app. I'm not sure. I feel like I spoke a lot. It could have been confusing, but hopefully you got something out of it. Anyway, love your guts. I'm off to the gym. Couldn't be more excited. 